So I had a couple calls this week and a couple live sessions and the different programs that we're doing. And it's pretty clear, a lot of us out, out there are lonely right now. We're feeling really, really kind of isolated, disconnected from ourselves, from the community, from Allah. And it's really that like one of those things, like I mentioned this in the, um, the free class I did before Ramadan, one of the three things that really can sabotage our Ramadan, which is our emotions. Those strong feelings of sadness, those strong feelings of loneliness. Those are things we cannot for a second, guys, ignore because they're the things that can just topple all of our goals and well wishes and high hopes for Ramadan. But no worries, we're not going to let that happen to you. The first step is to be conscious of it. So here you are listening to the podcast. We're going to help you get some ideas of what you can do. If that's what you're feeling, let's get into it. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, and I am here again to talk to you about what is going on in the community. Many of you guys know we have so many programs going on. A lot of you joined us in Thrive. Shout out to all the Thrive women in Ramadan Recharge. Shout out to you, the sisters in there. And subhanAllah, we've been meeting weekly in lives during all Ramadan. So these women are not alone. And the irony is, though, even though if we meet as women and we do that, a, a lot of women have said they feel so much less alone. However, I do want to throw out there, even if even if you're in a group in a, in a mosque or in classes or you're doing some like online following of something on YouTube or Instagram, you can still feel alone with yourself, like within yourself or like when you click off of those things. You might feel like great for a second because you're with those people, but then like what when you walk away? What happens then? And that's something I want us to recognize that that is something that we have to do something about because those feelings, if they get too strong, can ruin our Ramadan and put us in a really deep, dark place and not let us reach our goals. And so today, what we're going to be talking about is how to combat that loneliness, all right? And so one of the first things, like the first steps, we'll just do a couple quick tips. I'm making these really quick. That way, you guys, I know it's hard when you're fasting to like take on too much in your mind. So I've been making some of the podcast episodes a bit shorter in Ramadan just so you can get little sound bites, a little boost into your day um, to help you out, but not like anything too crazy overwhelming. So um, by the way, if you're new here, welcome, welcome, because there are so many new women here. And I just want to let you know right now, there is, I think we, our audience is about 820,000. Yeah, it's a lot. So as you're listening to this podcast, you are not alone. I just wanted you to know that all over the world. And I think we started off at like 130 something countries, but maybe now it's 150 something. We're just growing and growing. And we just want to say thank you so much for being part of this community and trusting us. And don't forget, we have tons of stuff after the podcast, tons of free things that you can download, free classes, um, free book clubs. Beyond that, we also have a school with entire courses where you can better yourself in things like emotions or how to find a guy the right way. Um, we have, I think we have the Thrive membership that just closed, but we have many, many things that come along. And right now we're in the Ramadan Recharge. That's a huge program everyone's in. And um, inshallah, I am working on actually revamping the marriage one and also creating a parenting one. All right, so one of the first things that's really important to us whenever we're trying to 
combat strong feelings is being mindful. The whole reason we have the brand here, Mindful Muslima, is not because I'm like self-proclaiming that I'm mindful. That would be so arrogant, right? That's not what it is. We're trying to create a bit of a movement here where women realize the way to, to fix their problems are by first being mindful of them. Whatever problem it is, whether it's, you know, your, your stress, your anxiety, or your marriage, or your parenting, like whatever it is. If you're not staying continuously mindful, right? Muraqaba in, 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 uh, in Islam, we have this as well, right? Then you can't fix anything. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that mankind is usually forgetful. We're ghafilun, we're, we're, we're sleepwalking, we're, we're, just, we're just not paying attention. And that's the thing. When you're not paying attention, you let yourself slide. And when you let yourself slide, things get worse and worse unconsciously, slowly, until you come to this point where you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? I feel so horrible. So staying mindful is the first thing. So if you're lonely right now or you're sad, like acknowledge that. It is, it is okay. It is a normal feeling. It is not that you have low or weak iman because you're lonely. It's not that you have low or weak iman because you're sad, okay? But the one difference now is the good Muslim doesn't stay in that state. They proactively look for ways to solve it, right? Kind of like how you're here in this podcast. So I'm going to give you some of those today. But you then beyond that have to go on your own and do something about it. Because I can't go in your house and wake you up and tell you to go pray and tell you, know, tell you, hey, like, let's go do this and that. Like, I can't tell you all those things. You have to get up and do things yourself. And when I was telling one of the sisters on the lives today is everybody wants everybody to motivate them. Like, there's a point where people have to understand no one's coming to motivate you. No one's coming to save you. I can sit here and give you a podcast every week for 20 minutes. You can click off the podcast and go back to doing nonsense. And I can't do anything about that. I'm telling this for, for all honesty for people. Like we can depend on people to give us a bit of a jolt. That's good. But there has to be a point where we are proactively doing something after that right? And no one can do that for us. Not me, not you. And so we can ask Allah for help with this and then we can listen to tools and resources. But at some level, we have to just get up and go. And that's why I love the Mel Robinson rule. I think it's Mel Robinson, sorry, rule. And I, I can't suggest that you go listen to her because she does curse. But at the same time, um, she did have a book, which is where I'm getting this from. It's called the five second rule, where it's like anytime you want to do something, you don't even think about it. Because the minute you think about it, you're going to start to talk yourself out of it. So she has this five-second rule. It's great for Fajr. So you're lying in the bed. You don't want to wake up for Sahur. You don't want to wake up for Fajr. You're feeling like, ugh. You start to be like, well, technically, no, don't do it. Don't have any of those thoughts. Just say to yourself, five, four, three, two, one, move. Just get out of the bed. Just go do it. I don't want to write this paper right now. You know, I have this university test. At five, four, three, two, one. Just move, move. Don't even let your brain start to talk you into, out to, whatever it is, that thing, because it's just going to get you nowhere positive. So if you are lacking it, I suggest you try that this week. It's something that I've done um, for things that were really hard for me, and it really has helped. So um, alhamdulillah, so that's the first thing, staying mindful. Second thing is we have to, at some point, you know, even in our loneliness and our sadness, trust Allah. We have these extreme feelings, and honestly, I totally get where you're coming from. I've experienced them as well. But at the same time, we have to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a 360 view. He has a 360 view of whatever's going on in our life. He knows what's coming next. He knows what came before. We have to, at some point, put some trust in the fact that what you're going through right now is happening for a reason. So being aware is really important with COVID, for example, like people are like, oh my gosh, COVID, but let's just, let's just look at the positive sides of COVID other than the negatives. I know we've all talked about the negatives forever. The positive is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he shut down all the bars during COVID, right? He shut down all the clubs, right? He stopped 
haram gatherings between men and women. I mean, come on, there is a lot of halal that actually happened. You know, a lot of things stopped that were really haram. And so there's always, in like within hardship, there's also some type of ease. And so within your loneliness, maybe Allah is trying to show you something. Maybe Allah is like, look, I need you to deal with that internal thing that you are not facing. I need you to talk to me. How about that? How are you alone if Allah is with you? Right? And don't feel bad about what you did because there is your your sin is not bigger than Allah's mercy. I'm gonna say that again. Your sin is not bigger than Allah's mercy. Mercy, his mercy is like a big, huge ocean, just like a hug. Like he only left, um, took one percent of his mercy and put on the earth, and ninety-nine percent is with Allah. He is so merciful. And you know it's funny? Fir'aun, we know the story of Fir'aun, Pharaoh, when he was drowning, right? And and he, you know, the story of Moses, Musa alayhi And he was drowning. And um they there's a joke that um Jibreel was keeping him under the water when he was drowning when Mo- Moses parted the seas. And um and uh, Allah asked Jibreel, "Why did you hold him down?" And Jibreel said, "Because I know how merciful you are, and you would have maybe let him live." Even Fir'aun, who claimed he was God, if he would have said sorry, maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have forgiven him. And that's how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. You think he can't forgive you for your small sin. So always trust Allah. Trust why you're lonely. Ask yourself, not why is this happening to me, but what is Allah trying to show me in my life right now? Number three, spend time doing things. You are maybe lonely because you're you're keeping yourself lonely because of your emotions. You don't feel so good. Force yourself to get up and get out and to do something, okay? I'm just saying that you have to kind of try to have some type of relationship with people. The reason we created Thrive Muslima in Ramadan is we knew that's a, a huge missing piece for people. The reason we we, can, we uh, created an entire Ramadan program. So every Ramadan, no, just this program will be here. You're welcome to join us if you didn't get to this year. But like, that's the thing. Same thing with Thrive. Women need support and community. But there is a point. I told you, no matter how much support you have, you have to do things on your own. But we can get you started. And so that's why I created that. But if you don't have those things right now, you're not in them. There is family. There is friends. There are tons of online communities. You guys are now. Like, I grew up in, in an age and time where there were not those things available. You guys have so much at your fingertips. Reach out. Start building some connections. And number four. I like to say is just like switch things up. Like you don't have to always, you know, like just being stuck in the same thing in the same, um, how do I say, in the same schedule over and over. It gets our heart stuck in like a rut. We really, really have to just snap ourselves out of it. Sometimes like, um, you know, if I normally, I, I think I did that yesterday. Um, I, I was just feeling tired. I wasn't like, I wasn't feeling emotionally upset, but I was feeling really, really tired. And I said, you know what? This is going to be the first day where I usually stay up after Fajr. I said, I'm not going to stay up the same way. I'll stay up a little bit. And then I feel like I really just need rest. And I took the rest and then I'm going to record and at a different time of the day just to switch things up because I felt like it was it was taking a toll on my body. But that's because I was being mindful. That's what I want to tell you. Like, so be mindful of your situation. Switch things up if you need to. And um, and I want you to know, like, that's really, really something that sometimes can jolt you out of it. Go take walks if you have been taking walks. Get outside. Sometimes just getting fresh air and birds, just like literally sitting on your stoop. Switch things up. Get out of your house. Many of us have this, like, really dreary situation because we're all in the house. Like, just get fresh air. It's not healthy. One friend of mine the other day, she said, like, she like feels like her family is lacking vitamin D. I didn't even think about that because we're not outside so much. You need to get outside, get you some vitamin D feel better. Sometimes just the breeze on your face and hearing the birds is like rejuvenating. Do what you got to do. And the last one is don't compare your life situation to other people unless you're doing it in a way 
that is of the Sunnah. So like in the time of uh, when the Prophet, peace be upon him, he was really sad at some point. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he reminded him in Surah Al-Duha, like didn't, weren't you an orphan and didn't I take care of you? What about this? What about that? So Rasulullah said when he was sad, he was told to, to remember the good things Allah did for him. So I suggest you do that too. And he was also reminded to look at people who had less than him. People who are in worse off situations. So you can compare yourself to those people. Because you're always supposed to compare yourself to people who have less. It makes you reflect and have gratitude and humility. But when you're going to compare yourself to some sisters on Instagram who look like they're having an amazing iftar with their families and you're all alone or you don't have anyone to eat sahur with or this or this or this and you're going to start with the woe is me, why don't we instead of looking the fact that you don't have anyone to eat sahur with, why don't we look to the fact that there are people who don't even have food to eat sahur, but you do. Compare yourself to them. Compare yourself to the person who, who, like, who doesn't even have a home to sleep in or a bed that is that is good people who are just you know running for their lives we have how many people how many different groups all over the world right Myanmar the 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 all the Muslims in China we have so many people all over the world be it in Africa Asia suffering we compare ourselves to those not the the sister on Instagram who made like the best fireplace or the best little nook for her daughter with the books with the Ramadan books like come on guys these people can put up pictures, but that's all they have. Allahu alam, what is in their heart? We don't know. We're not comparing ourselves to them. If they have no problems, alhamdulillah. If they have problems, alhamdulillah. Either way, we're not comparing ourselves to them because that's not what the Prophet did. He didn't go compare himself to kings. He compared himself to people lower than him who had less than him. And it forced him to be like, oh my goodness, I have so much. I need to stop thinking my life is lonely and dreary. And said, Alhamdulillah. So I want you to think today that maybe your loneliness is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calling you to be closer to him. Because you never feel lonely if you're close to Allah. If you're feeling lonely, maybe you're not close to Allah. And then you need to ask yourself, what am I doing about that? Right? And so I have some suggestions. I'll be talking about that in the next podcast. But until then, I want you to actively do something. You need to try to do your part. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you reach a hand out to me, I'll give you an arm's length, right? If you just take one step, I will run. So I need you to put that into practice. What are you going to do? If you need to do the five, four, three, two, one, and getting up, but compare yourself to people who are less than you. I want you to be mindful, be conscious. And I want you just to continuously say alhamdulillah and understand that this is a test. Ramadan is like a therapy. It's like a marathon. If you're tired, you should be. That's fine. That means things are going well. You will rest after the marathon. You don't need to rest right now. And you, and you will understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing amazing things. He's giving you an incredible amount of opportunity right now. But are you taking advantage of it? He is giving you so many mercies and so many opportunities right now for barakah and forgiveness. If you get up and pray, it's not even the regular amount of reward. And you can't even get up and pray. You're going to get like 30 times, 40 times, 50 times standing in jama'ah. Like Allahu alam how many you get. And you can't even get up and pray. We are losing it. We are losing our opportunities. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that people who don't take advantage of Ramadan, they're of the losers because he has made it so easy. But are we taking the opportunity? Push ourselves, guys. For whatever's happening, it's okay to feel these feelings, but we're not okay to sit in them. We can't stay in them. We got to move. Ask Allah for help. Reach out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, help me with this. Help to motivate me. Help to bring me around to the people who can help me. You can always DM me. You know where to find me. Our website, guys, for everything that we have is www.mindful-muslima.com. 
Hope to talk to you soon. I will talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.